To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Murray Olds, Australian correspondent, is with us. Hey, Maz. Yeah, g'day. How are you? <laughs> I'm well, thank you. So Elbow's ended the year under a fair bit of pressure. Yes, look, he has. Uh, election back in May the 21st, and it seems like an awful long time ago. I bet it, it seems that way too for the government because the clock now is ticking domestically. I don't think there are too many critics who, uh, although I just heard that gentleman there, they've had a gutsful in New South Wales. Boy, oh boy, the flooding there is just off the graph. It's crazy. Uh, so he was out there uh, announcing some flood relief, but I know what's occupying his mind more than anything, and that is trying to get some pretty key legislation to the Parliament. Looks like he's got one through, and this is the federal uh, anti-corruption bill. Looks like the Senate independents, uh, among them David Pocock, the ex-Wallaby player, uh, looks like the Senate's going to wave that through, notwithstanding some concerns about a lot of the hearings will be held in camera, so behind closed doors. Only in exceptional circumstances will there be public hearings. And that's designed, I, I suspect, to get the coalition uh, to support it. The other very important piece of legislation Labor wants through before the end of the year, so the clock is very much ticking, Heather. Labor wants to overhaul industrial relations laws, but, uh, you know, it is really being held hostage by the independents in the Senate. They want much more clarification and a hell of a lot more simplicity. No one understands what Labor's trying to achieve. And it's being characterised by the opposition as, oh, Labor looking after its union mates. Well, it's a whole lot more than that. But Labor, for some weird reason, is reluctant to spell out precisely the benefits uh, of changing it, the current industrial relations laws. All they'll say is, oh, it's designed to improve wages. And what that's going to mean, according to the opposition, is strikes everywhere, open season on poor old employers who are doing it tough. Well, I mean, it's up to the government to actually spell out exactly what it's trying to mm. achieve here. And it, the clock, as I say, is very much ticking. Maybe the parliament will be extended by a week, maybe two. But, uh, I mean, Labor's got one over the line. Looks like the other one's going to get help. But OK, so, so, so what are they actually p proposing to do here? What's the mechanism that they're trying to change? The key thing to, to my outsider's view looking in, Heather, I think Labor wants to overhaul the system by which workers can engage in collective bargaining. So, right. I don't know, let's use the example of a bakery. So uh, every bakery across the country, unless you're a very small business, every bakery will be obliged to pay workers, you know, a, I don't know, 30 bucks an hour if one section of the bakery workforce gets that over with its employer, if that makes sense. So... You know, uh, for example, David Pocock in the Senate is saying, well, what's a small business? Is it 10 workers? He wants it to be 50 workers because, you know, small business in Australia is the single biggest employer. There are millions and millions of people work for small business. And the fear is that uh, Labor's changes will cripple small business if unions gang up uh, sector by sector. That's the Hold key on. issue, I suspect. Uh, so are you, are you saying it would work like this, that, that if you got a certain number of employees to, to agree to go into collective bargaining, it would tie the entire sector to the same standards? That's my understanding of it. And, you know, I'm, I'm as diligent as anyone else trying to understand what Labor's trying to get to. But I'm bugged if I can understand it. And it's up to the government to spell that out clearly to people. Otherwise, they'll have no one going with them.
Interesting. All right, I'm going to come back to that, Muzzin. Maybe I'll tell you what. We'll, we'll have a chat. Give me a call. Give me a call sometime. I'll explain to you how this works because I think they're trying the same thing here. Anyway, what has this hospital done to get the whole board sacked? Oh, it's dreadful. This is dreadful. Over uh, quite some period of time, the basically the clinical care offered to pregnant women at the Mackay Base Hospital in central Queensland, about a hundred, about a thousand kilometres north of Brisbane, uh, the quality of care provided to uh, mums and brand new babies far from optimal. Uh, they are saying at least three babies died, and around two dozen women. Uh, out of 100 complaints, 100 women came forward and said, my standard of care at this place was dreadful. And in the case of around 25% of those women, lifelong injuries were caused. And as I say, three bubbers died. Now, the, um, the, the, uh, the, the four clinicians have resigned and the fifth person has also quit the hospital. What happens now, we're not sure there's an administrator been called in and appointed to run the place. Uh, is there any penalty for these clinicians? We're not sure at this point. Muzz, thanks for that. Appreciate it. Murray Olds, Australia correspondent. Right, I said I was going to come back to what Muzz was just talking about there. Doesn't that just sound like fair pay agreements to you? Isn't this isn't this exactly the same? So it's fascinating. Look, I'm taking Muzz at his word and his explanation of it, but when you look at the financial review, the, the AFR's write up on this particular thing, they are describing it, the, 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 the opposition is describing it as 1970 style industrial relations system, which is exactly what the opposition here has said about the same plan that the government here is doing. Anyway, the point, the reason I'm drawing this to your attention is because Albo just elected, Albanese elected in May, right, is a Labour politician, it's a Labour government. And it's not the first time Muzz has talked to us about stuff that they're up to and I've gone, hold on, that sounds a hell of a lot like what Jacinda's doing. So I'm just wondering if Albo's been on the phone to his mate Jacinda and been like, mate, what are you doing? She's like, oh, fair pay agreements. You should give it a go. It's great. Okay, cool. How does it work? And then she's like, mm, drives up the wages. And he's like, great. Okay, we'll do that. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.